Hello there. Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of seven books, host of two PBS specials, here again to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want. Specifically, how to use my life from the top of the mind philosophy to bring more clarity, confidence, creativity into everything you do. Today I want to look at the concept of trust, the question around who to trust, when to trust, and how to know when to trust, what to trust. A lot of us, I think, find ourselves confused about that. Uh, we will find ourselves thinking or feeling something and we go, wait a minute, do I, do I trust this? We notice somebody else thinking or feeling or doing something and I say, okay, wait a minute, <laughs> do I trust that? And I think that confusion can often be problematic when we're wanting to create the life we want because trusting and knowing who to trust, what to trust, when to trust, I think is a big part of us having more influence in our life and in the lives of others. A big part of us creating the life we want. So for those of you who follow my life from the top of the mind philosophy, you know that I like to look at questions like this in terms of how the brain processes information. I like to bring brain science and, 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 and new information into this question that people have been wrestling with for decades, uh, I, for as long as we can probably have recorded history. And of course, the brain has three components. Of course, the brain's very complex, but I like to break it down into three components that we can understand that all do di very different things. This lower part of the brain, the part of the brain that goes down the neck, it's called the brainstem. It's where our fight or flight responses are located. It's the part of the brain that regulates our muscle tension, heart rate, blood pressure, breathing, etc. Middle part of the brain, very small part, about that size, called the limbic system. This is where our emotions are triggered for the most part, but what most people don't know is this part of the brain acts as a gatekeeper. Or in today's terminology, it acts as a scanner, a processor, mini processor, and a router. It scans incoming data based on its programming, its beliefs, its perspectives from the past, it believe, what it believes is dangerous or, or threatening. It interprets it and then either sends it down to the brainstem if it interprets it as dangerous or up to the neocortex, this upper 80% of the brain, where we have access to our clarity, confidence, creativity, our interpersonal skills, our problem-solving skills, our compassion. This is where we become more influential in our life and in the lives of others in this very purposeful way. So when this middle part of the brain, the limbic system, senses something that is untrustworthy, it actually interprets that as dangerous and throws us into the part of the brain that's designed to deal with fight or flight. But have you noticed a lot of the questions when we're really looking at trust? Do I trust what this person's saying? Do I trust what I'm feeling? Do I trust how I'm feeling? That's often not a fight or flight kind of situation. We don't need to react to that situation without thinking. Matter of fact, we want to bring this clear, confident, creative, compassionate part of who we are into the picture so that we can make a decision about who to trust, what to trust, when to trust from this upper 80% of the brain versus this lower 20% of the brain. Now, the only caveat to that is when we are truly in a dangerous situation. You know, when someone's coming at us with a gun, we can trust that we really need to either get our own gun or run away. Somebody's driving at us the wrong way or the freeway, we can trust that is dangerous and we need to do something about that. And when we're, when we're with someone else who is having kind of one of those reactions, you know, one of the fight or flight, some people go into freeze, we don't really want to do that because that, if we are truly in a dangerous situation, freezing doesn't help. 
So we can trust maybe their perspective of danger if indeed we also believe this is truly a dangerous situation. Now, let's look at life. Can you recognize how few situations that we're in on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis are truly fight or flight in nature? In other words, how few of them can really be solved or reacted to successfully from this fight or flight perspective? That means we want to bring in this upper 80% of the brain into more of our decisions. We might find ourselves thinking or feeling something, but then we've got to ask that question, do I want to trust that? Is that coming from my neocortex or my brainstem? If it's coming from my brainstem, if it's something that I haven't chosen on purpose or wouldn't recommend someone I love trusting, then I've got to rethink that. Gosh, suicide, I think, is a really good example of this. I'm recording this uh, video at uh, around June of 2018. Uh, Anthony Bordelain and, and, and uh, Kate Spade have just committed suicide too high profile people that just seemed to have everything to live for. They were very successful. They were loved by their family. Um, and yet, they made a decision to trust that part of them that says, the only way I can stop the pain is to kill myself. I don't think when people are, are thinking about suicide, they're really wanting to die. They're just wanting to stop the pain. And unfortunately, they get to a point where they trust the only way to stop that pain is to kill myself. It's what's called a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Whenever I see that, I go, oh man, I wonder if they knew about the brain. I wonder if they knew that they may be getting a message from this fight or flight part of the brain, not very intelligent, rather small mini processor that is interpreting a situation as hopeless, when really maybe there is a way to affect how they feel and how they're experiencing life. What if they were able to access this upper 80% of the brain? Or what if they just knew that suicide, while it's understandable, they're the impulse to kill myself, it's not something I want to trust. It's not something I would recommend to someone I love. It feels desperate. It feels, it feels hopeless. So again, that's when we can begin to understand how the brain works, and that gives us some clarity about what to trust. I love this quote from Albert Einstein. He says, problems cannot be solved at the same level of awareness that created them. So I think we, we, what we want to do is raise our level of awareness about how our brain is processing information. Do we really want to trust that limbic system brainstem response? Or do we want to go up into the neocortex, ask ourselves some more purposeful questions? Um, would I recommend this to someone I love? Is this really uh, going to serve me? Is this really going to solve the problem? When we're up there, we can look at this from a more objective versus subjective perspective. We bring in more of our best thinking. Or we go talk to somebody. That's what you know. counseling is really all about, is just kind of bouncing things off another person who might give us a different perspective. Now, we don't always have to believe that, but if that perspective resonates with us, so we go, okay, that makes sense. I didn't know the brain worked like that. I didn't know that this was me kind of being stuck in this lower 20% of the brain. Or when we're with someone, maybe a, a relationship partner, and they are angry or resentful or blaming, or a family member when they're that way. What if we don't trust that as that is who they truly are? You know, there's a quote that I use in my seminars that says, how do you keep people from jerking your chain? Don't give your chain to jerks. What that means is don't trust someone when they're coming from the knee-jerk part of the brain that that is truly who they are and that is truly what they mean. Now, 
If you're living with someone who's a relationship partner and they just seem to be in that part of the brain all the time, that probably isn't a relationship you would recommend to someone you love. And you might want to go to that partner and say, hey, listen, we need to become more purposeful about how we interact with each other. The way you are being with me is incongruent with the, relation, with the vision of the relationship that I want, one that I would recommend to someone I love. That's the case. See, we use this clear, confident, creative, compassionate part of who we are to make a decision about what to trust, who to trust, when to trust. So let's look at that question. We trust fight or flight when we're in a fight or flight situation. We trust who we are in terms of how we respond in, a, in that situation when we're truly in a fight or flight situation. We trust others when they are coming from this upper 80% of the brain versus that lower 20% of the brain. That's who, what, when to trust can be chosen in this very, very purposeful way and engages the best of who we are. Hope you're finding these videos valuable. I'm having a great time bringing, to you, bringing them to you. I try to do one each week, post it on YouTube and Facebook and LinkedIn and Pinterest and iTunes. If you want to subscribe in any of those situations, feel free to do that. You'll get one each week. And I do have an email list that I send out every week. It's free. And in it, I'll give you one of my favorite quotes and two or three paragraphs about how to apply the quote to life and one of these short videos. If you're interested in receiving that, all you got to do is go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com, hit the subscribe button, put your name and email address there, about 6,000 folks that get that on a regular basis. If you want me to come to your organization, your church, your school, and help you and your colleagues kind of understand how the brain works and understand who to trust, when to trust, how to trust, understand how to access your best regardless of the situation, again, go to the website, BillCrawfordPhD.com or just Google Bill Crawford PhD. I'll come up on the first page. Hit the contact button. Let me know what you're interested in and I'll be happy to talk with you about that. In the meantime, here's to you bringing more clarity, confidence, creativity into everything you do. And I look forward to seeing you in the next video.